but apparently it was on a Reddit post. He was like, "Yeah, I met Dean Ambrose. He and Renee were really nice. Yep. He, Dean had his nun. D- Dean had his nunchucks with him." Okay, uh, uh, that that makes it a little bit more suspect of a story. <laughs> you obviously don't know anything about Dean Ambrose. Is this Dean Ambrose Dean walking Ambrose. around assaulting people with nunchucks? Where's the nunchucks? No, he's just walking down the street. He's just he's just walking down the street, going whoa, whoa just kicking yeah. shit. I look forward to. You need to understand. I there is no return I look forward to more in WWE. Like that's the kind of shit where I actually might have to start paying attention again. Like I do overall. I know the storylines. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch like yeah. But when a shaved hey, head Dean Ambrose comes back, you're like, it's time to go, motherfucker. Oh man, that's gonna be. Mm. Welcome to Five Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly podcast about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. I am one of your co-hosts. I am the Shillmaster 5000. Fuck you, Dylan. <laughs> okay. I guess that's a nice introduction of the other member. Starting off a little hostile here. I'm sorry. Well, it's worse because the audio listeners have no idea why I'm upset. I will. You did pop the mic real hard on that. Yeah. <laughs> I caused someone to like swerve off the road. It was so bad. They're like, shit. They're like, Dylan was mouthing okay. the words it, along it, again, a- wasn't he? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Scotty, it's okay. Whenever you come and visit, I'll just have a nice shaker of salt for you. <laughs> Would you guys like to introduce oh. yourselves as well? Because I've given up on that part. Yeah. He he is. The plattest man on the planet. The B, Blake it's Tanner. Me. I am also the lowest sodium member of this podcast, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Such low sodium. Okay, well now, Blake, you have to introduce Dylan, because Dylan introduced you. <laughs> okay. Here he is, the lord of the smart side, the lord of our hearts. It's he, <laughs> the D, Dylan. This is now becoming yeah. like a therapy session where we're just all sitting down and being like, all right, let's do this. It's been weeks since we've all been here. All all three of us, but... Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Shelby. I'm Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Oh, man. Yeah. The, the Los Trace Wrestle Boys ride again this week. And... I mean, a week that I think we've all probably had something to get pumped about in pro wrestling. Yes. I mean, yeah. my stuff was last week, technically, yeah. uh, but I was out of town. So, wow. But I'm still pretty pumped. Yeah, yeah. Well, Guys. Not only that, I mean, All In, which we're going to talk about later, happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of fucking rumors about a heel Roman happening. Yep. Uh, and a... that's that's great. You you remember that ten years of heel Cena talk? Yeah. Anybody remember yeah. that? Well, then of course we have um, you know we have some drama going on. Um, some possible drama with uh, reality show consequences. Don't, dude, don't. I I um, want to save that, but God, it's pulling at my heartstrings. We also have um. CM Punk, he's back in the studio with us. Oh yeah, CM Punk is here live with us in studio. He refuses to come on camera, though. And speak. Or on microphone. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's over silent. there, though. He's having, a, he's having a Pepsi in the corner, <laughs> flipping Blake off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm loving every minute of it. That was, <sighs> in all honesty, that was the one thing that could have persuaded me to do All In is the fact that they were like, CM Punk is going to be signing at Pro Wrestling Tees. I'm like, I don't even have to go to the show. I can nope. just go yeah. to see CM Punk for the day and be fine with it. It's it's okay. You wouldn't have gotten tickets. Nobody. Like, nobody. most people didn't get tickets. No, it's, Nobody got tickets. Yeah, yeah not a single Between, person. Nobody is going. I mean, 9,000, 9, I think 9,700 people did, and then the rest was scalpers. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Apparently, like, there's some front row tickets yeah. going for $1,100. God. Oh, dude, Which, at one point, I was looking, and I was just like, what if, how how bad would it be for All In? And I went on to StubHub, and I was, like, the shittiest seat you could possibly get was, like, $200. Yeah. Now, I will say, like, 300 out of 10,000, I don't know what 
it's like for other events, but that doesn't seem too bad for scalping. That seems very good. You guys did a good job yeah. there. Yeah. But it was the fact that it was the fact that it was gone in thirty minutes. Yeah. Like no no show like thirty minutes like goes that. I was gonna fast. say, I believe yeah. if I remember correctly, twenty nine minutes and thirty seven seconds, something like that is what Cody said. Yeah. The 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 length of a good uh, a good Okada match <laughs> yeah. is is about how long that took. He's gonna be there too. That's yeah. No, I think I think well, my my only thought after that was shit. I didn't get to go. I'm so disappointed in life. Yeah. Which was followed up by knowing my luck, my computer would have froze, and then I would have just been doubly pissed because mm. I would have been like trying and be like. <laughs> oh. Uh, but my third thing was they were pre-selling hotel rooms before they showed tickets. So there are people that got hotel rooms and then didn't get tickets to the show. Damn. Dude, that's rough. I didn't so I guess they're that. just going to the pro wrestling tees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just like, oh. we're just going to go meet CM Punk yeah. and then I guess watch it on pay-per-view. Because there's no way they're not doing a pay-per-view of this. Yeah. I mean, they haven't announced anything. I'm guessing they'll, they'll, probably, they'll probably do a... Uh, fucking uh, PWG kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. PWG yeah, style. They if they can find a way to stream it, I'm sure that they will. But yeah. I, I assume that that comes with its own troubles. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, no way. Because you remember all the issues that Supercard of Honor had with streaming. Yeah. Imagine ten times yeah, that. Definitely. Now, here's the question on my, as far as All In is concerned, is the fact that everyone was like. It's going to be Cody versus Kenny at all in. Cody versus Kenny. Cody versus Kenny. Cody's like, fuck you guys. I'm fighting for a belt. I'm good. Which leaves... Could it possibly be Okada versus Kenny 5 at all in? No. The only thing I can think that could be like the major money draw, like if they're just like, hey, how do we get even more money? Yeah. Is, is if they have the... Uh, is if they have the Golden Lovers spar. Oh, Abushi versus Ooh, yeah. Kenny. Abushi versus Kenny. That match that's been being teased, like you know, slight ball tickle for about three years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just like, hey, baby, yeah. Just if, they, if, if, slap if after, and tickle. yeah, because after if if after uh, Kenny and Okada's probably hour and twenty minute long marathon, I'm surprised no one's dead match happens. Uh, because Kenny, Kenny said he wants a Bushi in his corner, not for like interference or anything, but just to like have him there, yeah. which makes me a hundred and ten percent sure he's going to win. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so that Abushi can hug him, and then and then they can be like, and then Kenny can be like, all right, now we have to. I have I have climbed to the mountaintop. We must, like, we we can finally see. Like, no longer is it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like with malice, we mm. can we can see who is the best. And that would probably be the best. Because, like, Kenny would probably finally win one. And then they would hug. And then the Golden Lovers would be just, like, the greatest special attraction tag team. Right. You know how, like... Because, like, in all the events leading up to a major event, they'll always have, like... It'll always be, like, Okada and, like, somebody seconding him, like, tagging with everybody. Imagine if that's just the Golden Lovers. If that's just, like, the... Hey, one of the best tag teams in the world is just tagging against these other people on this uh, on this B-show, house show, leading up to this major card. You guys want to see it? Fuck yes, I yeah. do. Like, every everybody in Japan is just like, fuck it, Kota Bushi will probably moonsault off of something. Let's go. Can I yeah. just say, to me, the most buckwild thing about how well the all-in tickets performed is the fact that it got Jim Cornette to compliment something for once. No, Jim Cornette does a lot of compliments. Jim Cornette just has, like, a very set idea about how wrestling should be booked yeah. because of his his upbringing, where he worked, the territories that he worked, the fact that he ran a territory in the early 90s, and, like, how how all of that goes. He worked with independent wrestlers when he did Ring of Honor. It's just that, like... His personality and his persona, because there's a very separate persona, sometimes he, like, and I'm sure he's aware of it, he just comes across as a dick, but the man's in his, like, 60s, and I really doubt he gives a fuck. Yeah, and I will say, like, Jim Cornette, like, he can do Smoky Mountain Wrestling really good. He can do that kind of wrestling, that's his, anything other than that, he's, he's kind of, he's an old school guy that just won't get into that. So, I don't know, it felt really good to have him just be like, I may not agree with certain individuals on the show, <laughs> Kenny Omega, 
but I'm proud of you guys for selling out. That's a hell of a house. I'm like, that's proud. He, he hid his pride away for a minute and congratulated them. Unlike another certain promoter from the 90s. Who is now, what, Vince Who has now been barred from the event. Yep. Well, when you're a shitty person and apparently homophobic, Lie. Cody is going to be like, no. Yeah. I just love the concept where he's just like, certain powers that be, bro, are trying to keep me away from the show. And then Cody's like, I'll be fucking, it's me. I am the power yeah. that be and stay the fuck away from my show. Cody Rhodes shoots I'm... hard on Vince Russo's face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we were a clip. I'm guessing, I'm guessing after, after actually having been at WCW through like all of it, especially the death of yeah. it, uh, like Cody more than anybody would be like, I know who Vince, I when it like has a very strong opinion about Vince Russo because of his yeah, father. Yeah. 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 Can I just say going, staying on the all in topic, my new favorite character on all of being the elite is definitely Jay Lethal. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. The minute they had him it. get it, like suit or like kayfabe injured last week, and he started doing Macho Man, I was like, "Oh, good! This is all my life's gonna be from now on." Huh. So I just now, found now a- I want you I want you to know the bump in his uh, the bump in his signings line the next couple of shows gonna be real nice. Oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah. It's gonna be real Jack, yeah. baby. Yeah, let me tell you something, Dream. Okay, yeah. I don't. I, I just came across a thing that I noticed that was interesting. I don't really want to have a discussion about it. I just want to put it out there. Yeah. Um, just to kind of stew on it. Do y'all know who Sonya Deville is dating right now? Sonya Deville is dating. Well, she's uh, she is. Of the lesbian persuasion, yes. correct? Uh huh. Is it I, I, is it someone who is a known lesbian? Oh, Scotty, you will not see it coming. <laughs> no, really. Seth Rollins' ex girlfriend. I oh, I kind of like that as a setup. Like those those two look like they'd go well together. They do. Wait, don't wait, they? wait. Wait, wait, the ex-Nazi? Yeah, Zara Schreiber? Zara Schreiber. I'm very bad with names. Yeah. She, which, she's not a Nazi, but she does post some very problematic things yeah. towards people that aren't the same color as her. Yeah. yeah. I I oh, told well. you guys that I, I once met the girl who's apparently Braun Strowman's girlfriend. Nice. Yeah, I didn't know, oh. but, like, um, she was did in... You, did you... Did you... Did you catch your hands around your no. <laughs> no, no, I wish. No, uh, no, I went to the Dudley School for like three days and then had a panic attack and couldn't go back. Uh, that's an emotional story for another <laughs> time. But anyways, she was one of the students at the Dudley School, and so like I knew her from that, and uh, she apparently just started working the indies. And then a couple of weeks ago, I saw someone post, like, she's probably going to WWE after WrestleMania. Her and her uh, current boyfriend, Braun Strowman, and I went, what? He would destroy her. Well, all I can listen, say is listen. Buddy Murphy is safe. Buddy Murphy. Wait, no, I thought, no, who was it that broke up? Big Cass and Not- Carmella broke up. Carmel- That's right. Yep. Yeah, that was, that Did was I just months say- and months ago. Yeah. Be- well, anyway. What? <laughs> I don't know. That just kind of... Di- I just wanted to throw that out to the ether. Uh, Buddy Murphy or Carmella? <laughs> no. Uh, the original Buddy thing I was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, we took, that, we took that and we were just like, you know, you notice how all these people are no longer dating people mm-hmm. who they were once dating. This is why I think that Rusev and Lana made the right choice. Yeah, yeah. They're like, let's just do this and get it over with. Oh man! Speak. Uh, do we want to segue this into the sad thing? Which sad thing? The the other thing that's relationship related. Are you talking about my poor boy John? Yeah, it's I think one we're of those. Have to situ- talk about it. Oh, like man. it's one of the John. biggest. It it's a mainstream news story this week. Like it is John a- Cena. I mean, I mean, nah. It, we're, 
you're you're getting worked. Don't work yourself into a. Oh shoot. no, I know, I know, I'm getting worked by it. I'm just saying that it was caught up in the mainstream media that we've got to like at least mention the. Fact I'm enjoying that... being worked though. It's like a romance movie, guys. It is. They're trying to make it. Man, they are making a lot of money off of this reality TV show. Yeah. I'm... That's what I'm really hoping because if it this isn't a work, then it really would break my heart. John just being like, I love Nicole because he never calls her Nikki for some reason. He just always says Nicole. Cole. I wouldn't be yep. surprised if in private he addresses her by full name. Hey, uh, you want to go do- bowling tonight, Nicole Garcia? Yeah. <laughs> like, goes That's... through her full name? That would be very on brand for John, though. Like, knowing his peculiarities. Yeah. It's just like... In his in his seventy five page uh, contract that she signed, it specifically states that he has to call her by her whole name. Yeah, <laughs> like this is a very weird segment section. Jonathan Anthony Felix Cena. <laughs> very good. You're learning. Now, did you see about uh, her hearing about him talk? What he said on like the red carpet. Yeah. Someone just walked up and was like, what's up? Your ex-fiance really misses you and loves you and wants to get back together. At which point she's like, uh, that, what? Okay, that's a good thing to hear, I guess. Random reporter on the red carpet. Just out of nowhere. Kind of wish John Boy had been the one to tell me about this, but, uh, okay. Yep. He apparently had went on for so long during that, um... Uh, what was it? The Today Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was on that they had to that they kind of like gently reeled him back. They were just like, "Hey, stop it, man. We get it. You get you like her, but it's not it's not that big a deal, bro." Hey, jo- hey, John. Yeah, yeah. John, I know, John, buddy. I know. I, I really, understand I love totally. Nicole Garcia, but uh, you are you're getting into some you're getting into some promo territory right here. Nikki, if you want some, come get some of my love. And then he pulls out a saxophone. All of my penis, all of my penis for you. (laughs) I was going to say, this whole time, Dylan's just over there watching New Japan World on his phone. Like, yeah, whenever you guys are done talking about this, I'll be back. You have... You have no idea. If they had an app for the iPhone, y'all would never see me again. (laughs) Look, I will say, um, if we get off on another New Japan tangent, like, I've got Fallout 4 in another window, so... We all kind of have our we check out during this section. Oh, no, I, I completely pay attention. It's just I have, like, I've developed ADD over time, I yeah, guess, yeah. Right? I check my phone occasionally. Here, Blake, go go check Fallout 4. So Best of the Super Juniors <laughs> 20, <Yes. laughs> I forget which, happens uh, happens this Friday. Right. Uh, it should be really fun. You should check it out if you're a fan of flippy shit. Yeah. Um, flippy shit and spot monkey, spot monkey stuff. Shit, unfortunately, Gordon. Ricochet won't be. Uh, unfortunately, Ricochet won't be there. I, I believe his flippy bullshit has been replaced by Flip Gordon. Okay, uh, that's good. Also... Also, also five foot, five foot Japanese muscle man Taiji Ishimori, uh, best known for his run in uh, pro wrestling Noah, and also being gravely underappreciated at Impact Wrestling tapings in Orlando, yeah. mm-hmm. um, is uh, is now is now Bullet Club's new uh, junior ace because I guess Marty wasn't working out, or they're gonna have Marty go heavyweight, or I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Uh, or they're gonna have Marty and Taiji uh, Ishimori be their t- be a tag team because the Bucks aren't. There's options. Yeah. Anywho, he he will potentially possibly win it, but he's gonna have a, a match against Will Osprey, who's been not so slowly killing himself on the <laughs> indie scene for yeah. the last year now. Uh, mm. If you if you know anything about about British wrestling in Japan, if you know if you know who Dynamite Kid is, it's like that career path yeah, yeah. except with less with less obvious drug use. Aww. And and but the same but almost more fuck my body like and let everything me let me Wait, just shit. Hold on. I feel like you could take that one out of context. 
why uh, Will Ospreay just always comes out like, fuck my body. Really? Mm-hmm. Physically, like, like literally and not literally. Because it, 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 there have been periods of time where he just gets completely by his opponent. Yeah. So. Wasn't there... He was the one who on uh, WrestleMania weekend released, like, all the shirts dissing the Louisiana Board of Athletics, wasn't he? Yes. God, I yeah, love he, Osprey he for that. that. He, uh... He is... He's a cheeky motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, that that tournament's happening. You have uh, Chris Saban. Chris Saban's showing up in that for no apparent reason. Okay. Uh, just out of nowhere, Chris Saban's in one block of it. Who's he's always been a really steady uh, junior worker. Right. Uh, you know, senior senior junior worker now. Yeah, you know you got mm-hmm. all of them. You got Kushida, Shoyo, Rapungi Three K. All of these people who you know haven't really been in the tournament before. Uh, there's, there really isn't anybody who should have just a shitty match except maybe Tiger Mask, and that's just because he's, like, 50, yeah. but he's still, he's still decent. He can still have a good match. Like, there's nobody, there's nobody who's just, like, shit to you. Like, Tai Chi isn't in anymore. So, like, we're all good. But, yeah, so, you know, check, check that out if you're a fan of, fan of Flippy shit. Should be good. I try to check out the, the real highlight matches of it. I can't really because I have to save all of my time sitting in front of a sitting in front of a computer watching endless New Japan for yeah. July when the G1 climax happens. And that was Dylan's New Japan corner. Now let's get back to the normal <laughs> normal show. I like that. That was nice. Yeah, where, <laughs> like, just like I fucking leveled up. Out. It was awesome. <laughs> mm. My lock my lock picking skill has improved so well, Dylan. Could you do another segment for us? Um, but you know what I can do for you guys? Shill like a I can give you that good, do good it. shill mm. for merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the website where you can go and get some Fight Boys merch. We got shirts that let people know if you're a fight boy or a fight girl for life. Stuff with our logo on it. And, of course, merch for all your favorite JWF superstars. Blake Tanner's got shirts. The Rat Sension. The Dylan Scotty Moore. All your favorite superstars. They got merch over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Which means, guys, it's now time for everyone's favorite segment of the show hashtag dust watch 2018 the show within a show where we try to get chuck taylor to what the fuck guys that's that's never happened during that i don't know what's Guys, oh, I don't know what's happening. Dylan's I taking the headphones off. There we go. Dylan, no, come Dylan's back. Gone. Dylan, come back. <laughs> you don't want this. Because. <laughs> I warned you. Well, I've realized something, Dylan. It's the fact that old Chucky T, Chucky T don't listen to us, man. We tweet him all the time. I swear to I, I swear to God, if you turn Dustwatch into trying to tweet at Ryback. Yeah. I'm just gonna shut this off now. <laughs> oh, it's better. It's no, because Blake knows. Uh, let me just. So, like I said, I knew he wasn't gonna listen to us and what we were gonna say. Uh, and and so instead, I brought in a bit of a ringer in the form of someone that Dustin will listen to. Hey, Dustin, what's going on? It's the big guy Ryback here, and uh, I just got one thing I want to ask you, buddy. Can you follow the Fight Boys on Twitter? <laughs> I was just sitting here drinking a Starbucks coffee, getting ready to do a big workout. I've been running around running errands all day, sit here in my kitchen, and the only thing that's going through my damn mind is I want to really ask Dustin to follow the Fight Boys on Twitter. <laughs> so here I am, asking you, will you do it, man, for the big guy? What do you say? All right, you always remember, feed me more. <laughs> It's okay. You can, you can, you can, you can bump that audio up over mine whenever I'm rambling. Uh, but I have two th- two things to say. One, um, <laughs> when the fuck did you do this? Two, two, two. You remember when John Cena uh, went and freaked out over your Matt Classic yeah. mask, and you were like, "Fuck, I hate you, but I have to respect you." I have that now for my back, and I hate you personally. For making me feel that way. <laughs> we did it! 
Scotty, this is this was weeks ago. He has been holding on to this for so oh. long to get all three of us in the room. Yeah. <laughs> he sent me a message one day and it said, "I've just spent the best twenty five dollars I've ever spent in my life." <laughs> That's only that's only because the Roman Reigns vest he has was forty five. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So uh, at sexy Chucky T, <laughs> I have a. Uh, Here, hold on. I have a I have a friend I have a message from uh, from your friendly neighborhood big guy at Ryback. Uh, he has something he wants to say to you, and then you link the <laughs> so, video. So at sexy Chucky T, we know you aren't gonna listen to us. So we have a message from your friendly neighborhood, <laughs> big guy. <laughs> so we got you. This is still my favorite thing of all. Because he could have just been like, hey, you want to, would you follow the Fight Boys on Twitter? No, he did a whole bit. <laughs> I am, I forgot that I at one point liked Ryback back when he was part of Rybaxel. Like that was mm-hmm. the part of, that was the Ryback he channeled there. The Ryback from before he was a dick. Yeah, I just love it. He's like, I'm sitting here. Drinking my Starbucks coffee. <laughs> and was just wondering if you followed the Fight Boys on Twitter. I really want Dustin to watch this. And then I like I just I just I just want to know that he saw it. Like yeah. I just need I, I just wish you could have like a send a send a tweet or a DM and just have like the you know in Facebook where it's like it's, was read at this. I just need to know he looked at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I need to know. That he was just like, why is there a picture of Ryback? And he's just, hey, Dustin, he's the fuck? Yeah. And he's going to get to the Five Boys part. And, and have you ever seen the, the uh, or heard the John Mulaney salt and pepper diner bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the angry father who goes, God damn yeah. it! And slams the table. That's probably Chuck Taylor if he watches yeah. this. My favorite is you can review it on the website, and all I put was, Good God, Ryback, you're the best. <laughs> See, uh, well, the best part was the fact that I got it the same day I went and got that intro from Mick Foley. And so I was just like, I've got Foley, I've got Ryback, I got cameos out the ass for the podcast. Yep. Oh Jesus! So, I, guys, what do we follow that with? <laughs> I don't know. The ball's in Chuck Taylor's court. The ball is in it's, your court, buddy. It's up to Chuck. Yeah, it's up want, to I you. Want, wait, 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 wait! I figured out how we can follow it. You know who's gonna be at uh you know who's gonna be at New Japan slash CEO. Yeah. The the great the great producer himself, Rocky yeah, Romero. Get Rocky to do it? If this doesn't yeah, if this doesn't work, then we have to get Rocky to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. yes. That's the next that's the next that's the best we can get until Trent comes it's back. Just like, <laughs> you Otherwise t- I would be like No, we can get Rocky to be like, You took my tag team partner away. The least you could do is follow the fight boys on Twitter for me. <laughs> oh man so i'm now just looking at the show notes like that's not gonna follow that segment that's not gonna follow that segment we can nothing is gonna follow that segment we, all right we Listen. can talk about we're gonna need a cool down match after that one man you know, we can talk about punk and lesnar and the fact that they broke down title defenses of like punk's title reign versus lesnar's and it's almost laughable how poor it is Oh, Lesnar has done jack shit with this title. Oh, I know, my boy. Here, hold on, let me fight. There could be... You could make the, uh... You could make the comparison that, like, Lesnar's reign is kind of like how Okada's is in New Japan. Like, he only defends it, like, seven times a year. Yeah. uh, At, like, big events. But, um... New Japan isn't a weekly televised show... To like a like a like millions of U.S. households, yeah. so that argument doesn't hold up, uh, and therefore, this rain is the shittiest thing I've ever seen. Uh, Lesnar's been involved in a total of eleven matches. Does not seem to be making a return anytime soon. CM Punk, in a very similar time frame, made fourteen times as many title defenses. 141 title defenses in his 434 days. Lesnar has had 10. Yep. 
This is why this is why people chant CM Punk during bad matches and not Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one chants Brian. Well, then again, they also chant, we want Nicholas. Like, it's just kind of become a troll chant at this point, but he was fucking good for a reason, man. It's also the Chicago chant. Like, yeah, 100%. Um, mm-hmm. they also brought up, like, defended against Del Rio, Ziggler, Cena, The Miz, Chris Jericho, Kofi Kingston, R-Truth, Kane, Mark Henry, Daniel Bryan, Big Show, Sheamus, Ryback. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh. No. Um. <laughs> gave, gave, where, where, where Brad the Brad Maddox Maddox gave, give Ryback a sweet upper a digger. A sweet upper digger, Ooh. yeah, bro. I was there for that. I was there live. Uh, meanwhile, Lesnar has defended against Joe Strowman, Kane, and Reigns, and that's it. He's defended against Reigns, what, like three times? Yeah, quite a few times, actually. Angry Boy Reigns. Which is all his gimmick is now. He's just like a very angry person who spears Jinder Mahal through a wall. No, no, I think his thing is that they're trying to make him, Daniel Bryan, be like, yeah, the the system the system screwed me uh-huh. over except like unlike daniel bryant he was pinned clean at wrestlemania and then like lost the rematch yeah. like there was no outside interference because they don't want that on lesnar like they want to keep lesnar strong they're like oh well this will work people will no they won't uh-huh. they aren't going to like i said dean ambrose is literally like it's like it's like the beginning of a new hope. It's like help me, Dean Ambrose. You're yeah. my only hope for this company. <laughs> also, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say so. At this point, the only real hope is that uh, Dean Dean comes back, or whoever wins Money in the Bank, yeah, is somebody that I want to be the WWE champion uh, or the Universal champion. So I'm hoping it's mm-hmm. Finn, and I'm hoping Finn pulls the first like legitimate like straight up call my shot cash in yeah. since Ro- rob van dam oh, yeah. he just puts it he just like slams it on kurt Ang- like a desk in the middle of the thing in front of kurt Ang- he's like oh, i want a title match at whatever yeah. that was a terrible british irish accent but like just like calls it shows up demon makeup beats brock like takes the takes the company worldwide because mm. i mean really really you could sell so much merchandise yeah uh, by using it to cover up those incredible abs. Yeah. In in uh, <laughs> other news, we may yeah. end up with the greatest women's champion versus champion match of all time because uh, announced on SmackDown, and I just read this, at Money in the Bank, uh, Carmella's defending against Asuka, meaning Carmella's not going to hold the title for much longer. But in other news, Nia is facing Rousey, which means that we're going to see two women die at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. No, I'm pretty sure Mickey James is going to interfere for Rhonda's, and I think the Iconics might do it because they'll probably because they've already like popped the bubble on Oscar thing, so they'll be like, oh, okay, we'll just we'll just feed Oscar to Carmella to really solidify that yeah. reign. Yeah, that's what I'm you afraid know. will happen. Because so like imagine imagine if you booked the the women heel equivalent of uh roman reigns like where they're like oh this is a good idea none of it's a good idea that's what i suspect for that uh i'm just trying to think of how they can disappoint me with the women's money in the bank ladder match again the thing Uh, that i'm really scared about right now is that like naya does things and she's not like the the crispest worker and that f- makes the matches that I've seen her in feel unsafe. Yeah. And you're going to put her in the ring with Ronda, who is proven to be very capable, but still very new to wrestling. So Ron- yeah. it's just going to turn into a shoot fight and Ronda breaks Nia's arm. I mean, if Ronda wants to keep it credible, that's what she'll going to do. Yeah, exactly. So, it's okay. I have to watch Asuka, arguably the best women's wrestler on the roster try to get a good match out of carmella before a dusty finish i did we talked about it last week on the show but uh the one match on backlash that my girlfriend paid attention to was the carmella match and it was just because she's like this bitch is so annoying that i need to see her physically get her shit pushed in i was Uh, like okay that's cool i'm down with that yeah (laughs) 
So uh, how do you guys feel about the, the Money in the Bank qualifier matches? Those doing anything for you? I don't know if I've just not been paying attention enough, but I feel like I'm seeing a lot of duplicates. Like, didn't Becky yeah. already lose a qualifying match, but she got another one tonight? No, she lost just a normal okay, match that's what it was. to Mandy Rose last week, and then she won the qualifier. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. Which means I, once again, have the false hope that Becky Lynch will finally get her due, yeah. and it's a... Uh, I'm, I'm gonna hold on yep. to it it's a it's a place that has only led to disappointment in the past but it's really the only thing that keeps me going at times when i think about the way the women's roster is on smackdown yeah. it's just like now nah, you gotta hope one of these days they'll see it i mean i have oscar too but i really need becky oh god win. wouldn't you love if the fucking oscar carmella match it, it somehow becomes like a very vicious match oscar wins by the like hair of her teeth then fucking Iconics bolt into the wing, ring, beat the shit out of her. Then the new Money in the Bank winner, Charlotte, comes in, cashes in, pins Oscar a second time. She's like, I'm sorry. I, I, it's only me. <laughs> I will always destroy you. Oh, God. Yeah. I would, listen, if Sammy and KO were still on SmackDown, I still would push for her to join them and just have started this weird, like, okay, we are... We are the cog, or we are the wrench in the machine. Like, fuck you guys. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Becky had, like, a couple last year, like, in 2016, especially, a really good storyline going on about, like, people cheating to get ahead is so, like, this is wrong. Like, this is everything you should be against. Why is no one doing anything? And I just want to see the moment where she snaps and then literally just starts breaking people's arms, yeah. like, fucking Pentagon Zero <laughs> style. Yeah. Man, I don't. I, I I don't know how I feel. Apparently, WWE is just trying to retcon anything that ever happened in Saudi Arabia. Because I don't know if they did it on purpose, but Bronze Trophy got fucked this week. Did you guys see the? Did you? Oh, did you not see the video of this? Listen. Oh no, I I did. The you mean the one where like Drew. Uh... Drew accidentally, like, half-pushed it with his foot, and then as it was falling, it, like, fell apart in a million pieces. Yeah, it pieces. didn't just break. It broke. Like, it fell apart. Like, if it, had, if it had hit the floor and then done that, that would have been one thing. But, like, you, like, Scott, back me up with this. It was starting to fall apart as it tipped yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, If I had not become desensitized to trophies given out by WWE being destroyed, then, yeah... But no, this is par for the course. With big, tro every time WWE gives out a big trophy for something that they're trying to make a big deal out of, see the first fucking three years of the Andre the Giant Battle Mor Memorial Memorial Battle Bo Memorial. Don't forget about and Sting now. throwing Seth Rollins' metallic figure into oh, a trash compactor. Then did the now I don't know if the night Shane returned that big old trophy that. Vince was going to give to Stephanie was destroyed. Was not it the was. <laughs> it was was that not it the one that was. had staying inside I don't actually of it? Know. <laughs> Where they <laughs> no, pulled up the fucking curtain and Sting is just kind of sitting there like surprise, motherfucker. No, that was that was when they were going to reveal the Seth trophy. Oh, okay, okay. That is still quite possibly one of my favorite clips because it looks like Sting was not ready yet. It just pulls up. He's like, "Oh, hey guys, what's up?" What's up? Man, I've been sweating under there for a while. Yeah, that was a hefty one, I'll tell you that. Ooh. But no, the reason why it struck me was because, like, it didn't happen, it didn't feel like it happened on purpose. <laughs> like, you know, Sting throwing a trophy into a trash compactor, that seems like it was on purpose, because it clearly was. But this was just Drew kind of rolling on the ground and then hitting something with his foot <laughs> kind of on accident. And unless this leads to him versus, like, one of the new Saudi Arabian recruits in a very weird feud, I don't know why they would do this. It's, maybe they're just... All WWE trophies are made to be easily taken apart and put back together, just in very weird puzzle piece-like ways. Yeah, yeah. So if you gently nudge it, it just... It just shatters. Am I, I, okay, I want to see, because I haven't looked up a lot about this. But yeah, apparently, 
yeah, it just says Braun Strowman just destroyed it. Like, it's not even, um, like, McIntyre that did it. It was how hard that he threw. Braun threw a guy into his trophy so hard that he broke it. Well, Braun, that's your own fault. Braun, be careful where you're throwing your boys around. Braun, if if you can't take care of your toys, then you just won't get any more. You can't take care of your boy toys if you can't just throw them normally. Brawny, but Braun. <laughs> Braun, no. Braun, it's your mom. Mom, Mom Strowman. Mom Strowman. Oh, man. What the fuck just happened? I think the Ryback video just broke us mentally to a point where we're now just like, hey, guys. Well, who who the fuck is us? Okay, I did not participate. Look, we know you were trying you to download a New minutes. Japan app. It's okay. If it was there, Scotty, I, it's not there yet. <laughs> it's like, it's still downloading. Shut up. Oh. I'm going to be watching it during JWF. I believe that we will know when it happens. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it just... Oh no! If they ever release it, you'll just see me see me on uh on our on our group chat. Be like, so I don't think I have time for fight boys anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, show anymore. Dylan has left the conversation. <laughs> but you know what? If Dylan does leave, if he still wants to help us out, he could always go to Patreon.com/slash a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon.com/slash a load of BS is where you can support all the great great fuck. The shows you listen to, there's a load of BS. We have op- we, we we have opposite attractions. We have a load of pure BS. Yeah, we got all we that shit. Show, We're about to have a brand new show on the network. Uh, I'm actually recording it later this week, and hopefully it'll be out next Tuesday. But I'm not gonna put any definites. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's one that I'm not even a part of. Well, I mean, to be fair, but like, there's already one that you're not a part of. Dylan's That's not true. a part of most of them. <laughs> But um, but yeah, if you'll you notice, those shows have poor numbers. Yeah. But guys, if you want to support us, you know you can over at patreon.com slash a load of BS, which means boys. Yep. Well, actually, we we as a company are mostly about the merch sales, like a good wrestling company. Yeah, damn right, brother. That's where we make the profits. I can already guarantee you I've made more money off merch sales this month than I have off of Patreon, which means I have sold one shirt. Uh... <laughs> wait, 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 did you sell the shirt to yourself? No, uh, actually, the person who's going to be in the new show that I'm doing... She very much enjoyed the new load of BS shirt, so she got it for herself. It's me and Blake is my little ponies. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, so the most surprising part of that is that you're saying that the new show will have a female, which I believe breaks your streak of just having a bunch of sweaty dudes I know, on your podcast. Right? We're nailing yeah. it. And she, she is quite possibly one of the like most genuinely wholesome human beings in the world so mm-hmm. but you know who's not oh, a genuinely wholesome human being captain tibbs so why don't we go over to captain tibbs and silver spoon for this week's episode of jwf monday night war welcome ladies and gentlemen to jwf monday night war i am your host silver spoon joined as always by the owner of the jwf the commissioner himself captain tibbs I was just in my bedroom. That's right, Tibbs. How have you been doing, buddy? Well, I, I'm a little confused right now, but I'm, I guess I'm here to announce for the show. That's right. The wrestling thing that I do, yep. that I, the company I own. That's right, Tibbs. Well, let me tell you something. We are starting this show off with quite what, they, what the kids call a club banger. Because we are going to have a qualifying match for the cash in the bag match at our next pay-per-view. A match where six men will enter. Six men will climb the ladder to glory. And the first man to grab the cash in the bag lunchbox will be a man with an opportunity, Tibbs. Tell me about that opportunity. Listen, this is the greatest opportunity you could ever hope for. In any, any wrestling corporation ever. A wholly, wholly unique idea called the cash in the bag. That's right. You go up against five other superstars. Five other of the best of the best in the JWF. You climb a ladder if you get that cash in the bag. 
we have a contract for you to cash in that bag anytime on the JWF World title. That's right, Tibbs. And right now, we got a qualifying match to see who's going to be joining AJ Steele, the man who qualified last week. And this match has uh, Canada Charlie taking on Mojo Gruff. You can see the voodoo man from the bayou, Mojo Gruff, making his entrance right now. But, oh, my God, Canada Charlie attacking Mojo from behind. Now, of course, last week we saw... We saw Canada Charlie attacking the Lumberjack, and now it seems like he's going after Mojo Gruff. I mean, Tibbs, what's going on with him? Well, I really can't tell you. He's been very distant lately, and it's just, it's very hurtful, and I'm very confused. And I just want my boy. Oh, and it looks like that's going to be hurtful, too, as he grabs the voodoo man, slamming him <laughs> into the guardrail and tossing him into the ring. Looks like Charlie's calling for the Canadian DDT as Shibata, our referee, calls for the bell. But wait! Mojo reverses the DDT into a beautiful Northern Lights suplex. Bridget for that pin. One. Ooh, but Canada Charlie kicking out at one. Canada Charlie seems furious, Tibbs. He's very incensed. He's very angry. This is a very... Very sensitive time for him right now. Please be understanding. That's right. And Mojo just using his quickness to bounce around the Canadian one. Going from rope to rope, building up speed. And ooh, a big shin kick to the jaw. Charlie puts down the Canadian man, sending him to the ground. Now Mojo climbing to the top rope. Looked like he might be going for that voodoo dive. We've seen him using JXT to take down superstars. Oh, but Charlie jumping to his feet, knocking Mojo off balance, sending him flying down to the apron. And now it looks like the JWF Captain's Champion, Canada Charlie, calling for that Canadian DDT. And, ooh, hits it, slamming the skull of Mojo Gruff to the mat. But wait, what's he going for? He's not going for a pin. Oh, my God, grabbing Mojo Gruff by the throat, putting on the Maple Leaf Special. A vicious submission, Charlie choking the life out of Gruff. But wait. Oh, Tibbs. Looks like turnabout is fair play as the Lumberjack, the man who Canada Charlie viciously attacked last week, coming down to the ring. It looks like Charlie is actually getting distracted by this. I don't know if it's the best move to take off that maple leaf. No, karma is going to come back to bite Charlie in the ass and I Nothing I can do. That's right, but Charlie screaming at the Lumberjack as Mojo. Oh, Mojo taking the opportunity to land a big Enziguri to the head of Mojo, or to the head of Canada, Charlie, sending the Canadian man to the ground. And now Lumberjack just slowly backing away, laughing. It seems like he's happy that Canada Charlie's getting his comeuppance as Lumber, or as Mojo climbs to that top turnbuckle. Always posing for the crowd. And, oh, hits the voodoo dive directly onto the ribs of Canada. Charlie going for that pin. One, two, three. And it looks like joining AJ Steele in that cash in the bag match is going to be none other than the voodoo man from the Bayou, Mojo Gruff. I mean, what do you think about this, Tibbs? I just... I need to talk to my boy. All right, now, it actually looks like Canada Charlie running off to the back right now. Well, hold on, it looks like, actually it looks like we have one of our top interviewers already going after him, Tibbs. So let's turn it over to Don McDonald, who is backstage with Canada Charlie about that vicious upset. Hello everybody, Don the Don McDonald here with Canada Charlie. Now Charlie, how do you react to that, to hey, that vicious... Hey, hey, listen here, you, you, you shut your mouth. Okay? Don't you dare talk to me after what just happened out there. You saw clear as the day is long what just happened to me in that ring. I got screwed. I had Mojo Gruff ready to tap out, ready to qualify for everything I deserve. But then that loser... The lumberjack comes out, and he 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 thinks it's a good idea to distract me, to keep me from everything I deserve. All right, fine. You know what? I'm not angry about that lumberjack, old buddy, old pal. You did what you had to do. I completely understand that, especially after what happened last week. You got me good, didn't you? <laughs> oh. You know who I'm really angry at? A certain captain in this company. 
I'm angry at the man that I was once proud to call my father. I'm angry because that man just let the lumberjack take away my shot at becoming Mr. Cash in the bag and going on to be the JWF champion. I gotta know something, Tibbs. What is it about old candidate Charlie that you just always hated so much? What is it about me that made you spend all those years ignoring my very existence? I did everything for you, you old, old son of a bitch. I learned how to wrestle. I joined your company. I broke my back to prove to you that I could win your title. <laughs> the JWF captain's title. I worked every day in and out of my whole life just to please you. And you still don't give a darn about me. No, you couldn't ever give a damn about me, could you? So you know what, Tibbs? As far as the JWF is concerned, as far as the captain's title is concerned, I'm doing all of this for me now. Because as of this moment, I have no father. Well, Tibbs, are, are you alright? How are you reacting to this? That's... I just don't... I don't... I don't know how to feel anymore about... about that little son of a bitch! Oh! Alright, well, it kind of... You want a war, Charlie? Well, Daddy's gonna have to come in and he's gonna have to lay down the law. Well, it just kind of seems like we've gone back God to... God damn it! Oh. Back to square one, are we? All right, let's do this. God, I want it a lot. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to, of course, the captain's, the, the champion of the entire world, not just the captain's champion, the JWF world champion, Blake Tanner, who, of course, we learned uh, a couple of weeks ago is going on to cash in the bag to face Scotty Moore. The man who was a former tag team partner of Blake Tanner. The man who Blake Tanner faced in a grueling Ironman match at JWF Wrestlepalooza this year. And of course, uh, one of the greatest superstars of all time. But in all honesty, I mean, Tibbs, what, what do you think Scotty's chances would be in this match? I'm sorry, I'm still a little emotional, but that's a very good question, Sylves. And... I would say that you never seen anyone else in this company take Blake Tanner to the limit like Scotty Moore did, and I, if there's anyone here that has a real shot winning that title, especially with his new help. Ah, that's right, of course. Scotty Moore recently uh, taking into his employ the big guy... Ryback. I mean, he's used Ryback for numerous things. Apparently, Ryback's making tweets for him now. He's, he's basically become the chauffeur for Scotty Moore, but of course, also, he's his bodyguard. We've seen vicious attacks from Ryback to Scott Moore to Blake Tanner to numerous JWF superstars, mm -hmm. and I think it might be giving him an edge in this match. I would also like to say, for legal reasons, that this man, this the Ryback, uh, as some people call him, is not a superstar wrestling for this company. <laughs> That's right, Dibs. He is, of course, an employee of Scotty Moore. And I think Blake Tanner's got some He's an independent contractor. Yes. I do think there are certain things that Blake Tanner wants to say to Ryback, wants to say to Scotty Moore in the entire JWF universe. So let's have a listen at what he's got to say. It's been a while, hasn't it? First off, I wanted to say that I'm sorry I've been gone. The last time I came out and got a chance to talk to you one-on-one -on -one was right before I got blindsided from behind by that big muscly asshole called Ryback. And I'll get to him in just a minute. First, I gotta have a heart-to-heart -heart with all my people in the JWF first. After Wrestlepalooza, I came out here all smiles and cheers because I, I did it. 
I held my own against a ferocious natural disaster that is Scotty Moore, and I came out on top. I've retained the JWF World Championship despite being mercilessly beaten half to death by a man that just a few months ago was my best friend, my brother. I won, make no mistake about that. But I only just won by the skin of my teeth. I came out all positive and cheerful because, well, deep down inside, I was terrified. The thought of losing this title had never crossed my mind until the last few seconds of our Iron Man match at Wrestlepalooza. I caught that Scotty kick right between my eyes, and as I was falling to the mat, the only thing that I could think about was that I had failed. My days of, as a champion were finished, and I was about to become a washed-up has-been who never achieved real greatness. I'm not afraid to admit that I was scared that next night on JWF War. Hadn't gotten my nerve back from literally being saved by the bell the night before. All that fear, all that self-loathing I was feeling, not knowing if I was truly good enough to deserve this title, all swimming around in my head. But you know something? All of that, all that fear, trepidation, it disappeared when I saw Scotty Moore's face. He came out proclaiming his right at the championship that I had failed you, the audience, the JWF universe in every way possible. All of that disappeared for me that night. It disappeared as soon as I saw that Ryback had showed his face. He attacked me viciously. I was laid out, pulled out on a stretcher. <clears throat> And I couldn't help but think one thing. Scotty Moore was so afraid of having to face me again one-on-one -on -one that he went out and hired the biggest, strongest, dumbest bastard he could find. A man with a reputation for almost ending careers because of his attitude. A man who should have stopped wearing singlets a long time ago and never looked back. As soon as Ryback attacked me, I knew that I was justified as being the most dangerous son of a bitch in this company. I knew that I deserved this belt around my waist, and I knew that I could never let you down. It was in that single moment where I was probably at my weakest, at my lowest, I was hurting, I was bleeding. I remembered I am Blake fucking Tanner. I have blazed through challenge after challenge after challenge. I have survived things that would cripple normal men and leave them wishing for death. As soon as I had that re revelation, Scotty, Moore, and Ryback, I am announcing right here, right now, I am drawing my line in the sand. I am not going anywhere, no matter what you two throw at me. The bulwark of Blake Tanner will remain steadfast against your siege of roided-up meat men, Scotty Moore. You may think that what af after what happened at the greatest pay-per-view, that that might have been the end of me. You might think that what's going to happen at this next pay-per-view cash in the bag might finally be the straw that breaks my back. Scotty Moore has another title shot. And now he's got Ryback in his corner, in his pocket, doing whatever his master commands. No matter what happens, it's going to be two-on-one at cash in the bag. Oh, Scotty might be my opponent officially, but Ryback is going to do whatever he can. And Scotty Moore could beat me for the title, or Ryback could beat me down, and then the cash in the bag holder could come in, cash in on me. That's two ways that I could lose the title right there without doing anything but winning. There's no way I could get out of this, right? What is poor Blake Tanner to do? The fates are aligned against him. He's going to lose no matter what. But listen here, because I'm only going to say this once. 
I don't give a damn about what the fates have in store for me. Scotty Moore can have as many title shots as he wants. The cash in the bag holder, whoever they may be, can step to me anytime, any place they want. And Ryback? Ryback? You're gonna be so busy kissing the ground that Scotty Moore walks upon to even be a threat on my radar. After what Scott Moore and I did to you at the greatest pay-per-view, after we had utterly bested you and beat you to the ground, wrestled you to your breaking point, I am not scared of you, Ryback. So if Scotty wants to send you after me again and again... Oh! And it looks like here comes a man who may not be agreeing, Tibbs, with everything that uh, Blake Tanner's been saying, of course, is Scotty Moore himself, surprisingly not flanked by Ryback. I don't know what that could possibly mean. I have some ideas. <laughs> That's right, but it uh, looks like Scotty Moore is not enjoying what Scott, what Blake Tanner's got to say. <laughs> Blake, 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 I I'm going to need you to calm down for a second. You're out of ten. I'm going to need you at like a four or a five. In fact, just shut, shut the hell up, bud. Because you've been talking and talking and talking and talking, and we know how good you are at that. But at the world's best pay-per-view, I'm fairly sure I proved what I'm good at. And that's wrestling. That's suplexing men through tables. That's doing my father's finishing move better than he can. That's destroying you piece by piece, even after you take out Ryback. Look, I brought in Ryback as an insurance plan, as a worst-case policy. But you know what? I look at you in that ring, Blake Tanner, and I don't think I'm going to need Ryback to defeat you. After the world's best pay-per-view, hell, I definitely don't think I'm going to need Ryback to defeat you. Because as much as you want to say that seeing Ryback suddenly gave you this, this verve to fight on, this, this realization that, oh, I'm afraid, I know you're still just as afraid as you were the day after Wrestlepalooza. I know the bruises may have healed, but I know you can still feel the Scotty kick on your face from where I destroyed you at Wrestlepalooza and what should have been your crowning victory, Blake Tanner. Because, you know, your time as the JWF champion, those days are numbered. Blake, they've been numbered ever since I won the Regal Rumble. They've been numbered ever since I set my sights on that belt around your waist. And as much as you want to say you don't believe in the fates, believe me, my brother, your fate is to lose the JWF championship to me and then, I don't know, maybe go on to feud with the Hammer Man. Or maybe go fight Canada Charlie, but I don't know. Canada Charlie doesn't... You don't exactly seem to be up to his level nowadays. You see, I'm coming for your title at the world's best pay-per-view. And if you don't want Ryback there, hell, I'll tell him to take the night off. I don't care what it takes. Whether you like it or not, Blake Tanner, your title is gonna... Da -da 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 -da. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, I, I, what I'm trying to say is that your title is gonna. My brother, I'm sorry. All I'm saying is feed me more. Oh my God, Tim's Ryback coming from behind, attempting to attack Blake Tanner, but the JWF champion seems more than ready for the attack. I'd have to say Scotty Moore may have telegraphed it a little bit. You think? Yeah, it looks like Blake Tanner dodging Ryback, nailing him with the BDT. Ryback collapsing onto the ground as Blake Tanner backs up into the rope and lands a big Blake out on the big guy. And Ryback just looking prone in the ring. I mean, Blake Tanner has just definitely made, proven the fact that he is not afraid of Ryback grabbing the belt. But oh my God, Scotty Moore with an SMG from out of nowhere, taking out the champion, laying him on the ground. Looks like Scotty laying out the JWF champion, grabbing the JWF title. I think I think Scotty Moore may have just used Ryback as bait at that point. I don't think Scotty Moore used Ryback as a as a weapon, but as a distraction.
Oh, that's what he pays him for. That's right, Captain Tibbs. But let me tell you something. Who who knows what's going to be the fallout from this? And of course, who knows mm -hmm. who's going to be going on yeah. to the cash in the bag match because that. Now listen, Sills. I've only got one thing to say, and I've only got one important thing to say that I need to say to Scotty Moore right now. These two working together in this way has made me so much damn money that I couldn't be happier. But there is one thing that I will not stand in this company. And that is disingenuous remarks towards the Hammer Man. Oh, yes, of course. You just keep that in mind, Scotty Moore. Well, I'm sure Scotty Moore will not be not <laughs> be completely sad about the Hammer Man comments, and he'll be very he'll be very apologetic about it. But of course, who knows? Maybe the Hammer Man will join him, uh, join the Cash in the Bag match, Tibbs. Maybe that could be something we could do. Away oh, All right, buddy. Well, of course, in order to find out what's going to happen next, you got to tune into the next episode of JWF Monday Night War. All right, so boys, it's been a hell of an episode. What did you learn this week? Well, I, I, I learned that um, you don't know the proper value of $25. <laughs> Interestingly, along that same vein, I learned that if you can't get a job done, you get the big guy to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's my entire character in JWF at this point. And I learned that if you let Blake Tanner write his own promo, you will get a Shakespearean-esque soliloquy that will carry you through the rest of the show. Goddamn right. <laughs> All right. So, of course, uh, Dylan could be found on Twitter at SexyChuckyT. Blake, where could they find you? At Blake Atana on the Twitter, you can find me doing uh, this wonderful podcast here as well as a load of BS, myself and Scotty. Um, and you can also find me streaming every Tuesday and Thursday night, most Tuesday and Thursday nights, on the Darkroom video. That's twitch.tv slash darkroomvidya. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And make sure to go to Amazon and pick up all of my books. The whole Queasel Corp trilogy is finally out, so make sure to buy that. I'm extremely proud of it. I've spent the past three years building this giant universe, and it's finally come to an end. I'm extremely sad, but I'm moving on to the next thing. And, of course, by BS versus the Gods, the book where you can see me and Blake Tanner take on an army of mythological Grecian gods. It's an absolutely fun tale, so make sure to check that out. And then check out all the other BS Network programs. Like Blake said, there's a load of BS. There's also Opposite Attractions, the show where me and my buddy Jim Murphy build our own theme park. We just started Season 3 recently, so make sure to check out that one. And then, of course, the brand new secret BS project that's coming out next Tuesday. Only way to find that is to go to a load of purebs.com or, of course, to follow us on Twitter at a load of pure. BS. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at a load of pure BS.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, donate to the Patreon, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boys Show Chuck Taylor, because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life! <laughs>